Hello, I am Anderson Cowan, and I have got a movie to make, and this is I've Got a Movie to Make, episode 100, week 100 of 116 weeks, and where have I been? Uh, as you probably know, I was out of the country, and I uh, was planning on still checking in with you over there. I did not have a plan to uh, take, uh, what was it, three weeks off, uh, but boy, am I glad I did, because I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I was trying to spend time with the uh, the whole family. You know, I get to spend time with the boy every single day. But uh, it was really nice having the three of us together. And, you know, I could have uh, checked in. I brought all my equipment and everything. And I even did, I think, the one time, right? And I let you know the, the new plan. But uh, I don't know how anyone does any kind of media over there because everything is just wet. Everything is just like uh, muggy all the time to the point that uh, the few times that I've been in that part of the world, I, I have a hard time charging my phones because uh, the iPhone believes that uh, there's liquid because there literally is liquid in the charging cable or in the charging port and uh, plugging things in. It just felt kind of sweaty and honestly, not a whole lot was going on with this project. And I think I, long story short, I, I think it was smart to take that break. And I, and I, I thank all of you for allowing me to do so. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Maybe you didn't. Maybe there's less of you now listening. Uh, maybe you're you're annoyed that I took uh, the three week uh, weeks off. But uh, I I'm happy that I bought myself some time. I thought that the boy would be back into some kind of school structure system away from me uh, for parts of the day. Uh, June first was kind of what the wife and I had decided on. Turns out there's a break there as well. So uh, June twenty first, he is by his own uh, uh, request in in summer camp slash school uh, uh five days a week starting june 21st and uh, i am going to use those six hours a day that i'm going to have atticus free now uh to my benefit believe me you uh, i i don't even remember what it's like to have uh free hours during the day and uh i thought that by in the three weeks right around now he'd be going back in uh june 1st right around the corner but no still got three weeks with the boy that doesn't mean that the project doesn't move forward as it has been um, most of the time all along. So I I should have led with this. What has happened since I last talked at you? Uh, a lot, quite a bit has happened um, as far as me shaking trees, uh, knocking on doors, uh, talking to people, planning, and uh, making contacts. So where do I start? Where do I start? All right, I'll start right here. I'm not going to name names, but uh, I talked to a, a consultant uh, who whose head is in the game every single day as far as uh, funding movies and making movies happen. And uh, he's a resource that I have and somebody that I can count on uh, in the past, and uh, he's a great resource. And I kind of let him know, which I believe I was pretty upfront with here. I, the, our plan was to raise a little bit of seed money, uh, enough to like pay one of the lead actors, and w- we thought my instincts and my plan was that uh, that would you know open some doors and give us some more clout and, and make us more realistic because what I've definitely learned I've learned a ton uh, since making groupers and since before making groupers I, I, this is all a learning process for everybody and what I've also learned is nobody knows nothing yes there are going to be people who know a whole lot more than me but that doesn't mean that they have all the answers and there really aren't any answers there's a lot of uncharted territory and a lot of ways to go about things that have not been done yet or have been done sparingly here and there and I'm always trying to figure out the the most creative uh best way to go from point A to point B. Probably, you know, I get, I get this question a lot. Like, what did you, what have you learned that was surprising since uh, making groupers? And by, by far and away, the, 
the, probably the most surprising thing is that m- making movies, the actual making the movie is way easier, much, much easier than the actual getting to the point where you are allowed to make the movie or, or you can make the movie. Everything that I've been talking about with this for a hundred weeks now, leading up to hopefully something pretty cool coming up, um, is a lot harder and strenuous and more uncomfortable than the actual uh, execution of making uh, a movie. That's been my experience so far. I really dislike most of the things that go into getting to a place where you can have uh, essentially the money and the the people needed to put it together. Uh, it's just feels a lot like asking permission and I don't ask permission very well and I don't ask for favors very well and I don't, I hate asking for kind of handouts or like, uh, you know, hamburger today and I'll pay you next Wednesday. I just, I don't, it doesn't come. It, it, a lot of people that, that they, they get a thrill out of that. Uh, and you know, I've heard a lot of interviews where, uh, producers are talking about how they love to like, you know, have the balls in the air and you, you, you tell this one person that you got this on this side, which you don't. And then you tell the other person that you, you have that on that side. And then you get both of those things because they think you're telling the truth about the other thing. And then they become true. Uh, and I love the rush of, uh, you know, not knowing if it's going to work out. I, I can't stand any of that. I just want to tell stories. I just want to make movies, but I'm not alone in that. I you know, so many people want to do it. So that's why it's really hard. And that's why there's so many yahoos out there talking the talk, but they can't walk the walk. So it's really hard to, uh, just, uh, to, to differentiate yourself. And I, what my thought was that, you know, raising some, some seed money and I do get emails from people. I'm lucky enough, fortunate enough that I get emails from people every day who either were part of the groupers, uh, uh round campaign, uh, or from people who weren't able to be, but they want to be on this one. So I, I thought that doing that would be um, the smartest thing. And I've learned from uh, my source that I talked to just recently, just three days ago, that uh, just because I have a little bit of money, I mean, it'll, it'll help a little bit. But and then, then his question was, then who do you go after? Like, who are you going after after that? And, you know, who, 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 do, who, who do you have targeted for this and for that? And I didn't have any quick answers. Every time I get off that phone with that guy, I'm, I'm a bit crestfallen. And I do feel like I know a lot less than I thought I did before the phone call. Uh, but it's okay. It's all right. Um, because it doesn't just leave me down and out. It makes me look at what needs to be done. So what I'm getting at there, oh, I did have a conversation with the, uh, with the wife. And unfortunately, somehow she claims to have heard me say that I was going to have the conversation with her to you guys before I had the conversation with her. And she was not pleased with that. And I don't blame her. I never thought that she'd hear tell that I was planning on doing that with her by telling you guys before I did it. And she claims she heard me saying it when we're in Costa Rica into the microphone, but I did that outside. And I don't, I don't remember if I did say that I was going to talk to her. I don't know. Either way, either way we had the conversation and uh, she was not thrilled to hear about the conversation, but, uh, she is supporting me in the, uh, uh, in, in what's to come. And, uh, she's like, Hey, look, uh, you do what you got to do. I know you feel like you're doing what's right, not only for you, but for the family. Cause that's a lot of it too, is she, she, part of her thinks that I'm just trying to live out, you know, my dreams and, uh, you know, family be damned, which is, I, I promise her, I promise you. And I promise myself that is not the case. I do believe that this is one of the few things that I'm very good at. And I do know that I have a lot of potential to make not only this movie, but perhaps other things that could come from it that 
you know, honestly, I was, I was hoping that uh, groupers would have put me a little bit farther down the road and maybe it had, maybe it would have, if, you know, I used it to my advantage. I'm, I'm not calling people up saying, Hey, I'm the director or producer of this movie called groupers. And it won this award and was bought and had multiple offers. I'm not doing that yet. Uh, I just, this is not who I, I'm just not anyways. So a new type of, um, fundraising has been brought to my attention and uh, I'm not going to talk about it right here because I'm still early on the research of it, but I'm doing a deep dive on that as is Joe. Joe's also on board. Uh, Joe Dorville, of course, uh, my, my only uh, producer, my only um, uh, partner in this uh, thus far. Uh, And we are, we are going to uh, probably go a different route of uh, raising some funds and it's probably going to be more than what we were initially thinking. So there's that. That's exciting and uh, definitely a project. Also, uh, I've been uh, I've learned that calling this a, a straight out comedy is not wise and not smart. And comedies are a lot harder. I knew this, but comedies are a lot harder to sell. Here's here's the thing. I a whole lot of deception is kind of expected and a part of the whole game of the the show business. And I just I hate it. I hate it, guys. I hate it. I hate the deceptive side of things, and it's just kind of what people do. And I'm going to go to great lengths not to be a deceptive person. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are honest, that make a living, and that they, they do good work, and they get good work, and they work in Hollywood uh, without being deceptive. But there is so much deception, and it's almost like you're rewarded if you deceive well. But I've been told to call this a drama first and a comedy second, and I can call it a dramatic comedy. Uh, that'll help me out. And there is enough drama uh, in this uh, a movie for uh, for vengeance that I won't feel like a total um, deceiver, like a liar, I guess, is for lack of a better term. Just I, I won't feel like I'm absolutely lying through my teeth when I say it's dramatic comedy because there's a lot of drama in there. There is, and I might even play it up. And I've also come to the conclusion, and I knew this before too, not, so I have not come to the conclusion, but the, the, the reality is I'm going to rewrite certain parts and rewrite certain scenes and maybe even add scenes and subtract scenes once we get further down on who's involved in this and who's in the movie, especially because of the nature of this uh, project is so unique in the sense that we're we're mirroring behind the camera what we're going to be putting on the camera and a lot of um aspects we we're actually making the movie before we make the movie because we're doing it the same way that the actual movie is being made within the movie so it's a movie about making a movie about making a movie is what's happening i know that makes I mean, it makes my sp- my head spin so i know it must make your head spin a little bit as well but uh, I'm going to be, especially depending on who I'm, uh, you know, approaching f- to get involved, I'm going to be uh, referring to this uh, moving forward as a dramatic comedy. Uh, I guess comedies are nearly impossible to sell uh, in foreign territories unless you have like Ben Stiller uh, behind them. That you know, that kind of uh, 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 Hollywood power. Uh, and believe me, the guy that wrote and directed Groupers thus far it does it does not have the, the Ben Stiller um, power pull leverage. Ah, so there's that. Um, probably the best news, the most exciting thing to, uh, have developed since talk to you is, uh, I have made contact with a acting troupe. Um, uh, I guess, uh, an, an acting company, uh, that caters to and specializes in people who have down syndrome, uh, who, um, uh, have IDD or, or mentally challenged, uh, or if they, if they have, um, 
they're on the spectrum. Uh, people that have these challenges uh, who want to act have found a community in this group uh, that is fairly close to me within 30 minutes driving. And they get together on a regular basis. And I think as early as I've already talked to the founder and creator of this for a, a long extended period of time, told her a bit about what I'm doing. Um, she's uh, all ears and uh, very seems to be very uh, excited about what I'm doing and to be making this relationship. And I will be meeting her and some of her actors as early as tomorrow. <clears throat> At their acting space. And I uh, I can't tell you how thrilled and excited I am to be making this contact because I just, I literally miss, I don't know why I just said literally, I absolutely miss working with um, that community. When when I'm out in public and I see, uh, you know, if you're, if you're just out and you're aware of your surroundings and you're in a big city, you're going to see groups who are like on day trips with counselors who are mentally challenged adults, IDD adults, uh, and uh it just always takes me back. A lot of the time I'll talk to the counselors that are with them and ask them, you know, where they're, who they're working with. And, uh, you know, it's a lot easier when I have Atticus cause people are just much more open and friendly way. Otherwise I'm just some weird dude asking weird questions. But, uh, you know, just a couple of days ago, I was at a park with Atticus cause he demanded we stop and, and, uh, play a little, uh, uh, kickball, which is his new thing. And um, anytime the boy wants to get some exercise, I'm not, I'm not going to say no. So we stopped this park and there was like a four or five, uh, uh, individuals out there and, uh, right away, you could tell that they're, they had the IDD and, uh, their counselors uh, were with them. And I started talking to them and I was telling them about this acting group that I just learned about. And I just, I'm excited to, uh, uh, to, to make contact and, and see where, where we go. But ideally I would like to have, you know, myself, Joe, and then, um, some of these players who we're going to have working behind and in front of the camera, hopefully some of them might do both. I don't know. Some of them might play offense and defense type thing like they used to do in the NFL back in the sixties, uh, and before, right. Uh, so maybe I find somebody who wants to work, uh, you know, as an actor and they're also interested in the, in the process and they'd work behind. Maybe I get a few that want to work, uh, both. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, also, I were I talked uh, to um, uh, the ex camp director of the camp that I used to, a former camp director of the camp that I uh, formerly worked at. Uh, I'm friends with the two of the most recent camp directors uh, at uh, Camp Ronald McDonald for Good Times. Uh, one of which, uh, hello, how are you, Hollywood? Uh, I know she listens to this here program, uh, and uh, she's uh, not been with the program for uh, a number of years now. Uh, the one more recently. Uh, who I worked with uh, the, the the program for a number of years. I reached out to her. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. Actually, uh, even was her roommate for a while. Uh, and she has an unbelievable relationship with uh, the the kids uh, that were campers while she was there, which was like you know, well over a decade, and their family. And I told her about the project. It just occurred to me while I was in Costa Rica. I'm like, ah, I should talk to her because maybe I could work with some kids who aren't kids anymore. They're adults now who I've actually been, I, I already know them. Like I, I, I was a counselor, you know? Uh, so, uh, she is compiling a list. She's going through some really horrific, uh, family, um, crisis right now. So I'm not pushing her, but, uh, she's all about it and she's compiling a list and she says that she'll even help me, uh, uh, talk to parents. Cause that's going to be, um, also a bit awkward, I guess is, uh, you know, parents are a lot, very defensive and standoffish and they don't want their kids being, uh, their children, their, their sons and daughters being taken advantage of advantage of in any way, shape or form, obviously. And nor do I, I I'm, I'm excited about uh, doing something that can give them an opportunity to, to do something fun uh, really, which is what it comes down to. It's, it's going to be fun. 
And uh, I want to, I want, if, if people want to have an opportunity to do that, whereas they, otherwise they, they maybe haven't had a chance to, I want to facilitate that and make that a reality. Uh, but uh, yeah, believe me, it's in the back of my head, even in the front of my head quite a bit that uh, this could be take, uh, seen as exploitative. It's a very fine line. And, uh, you know, if I had no uh, history with working with this population, I wouldn't even allow myself to go down this road. I wouldn't have written it in the first place. I was writing from my own experiences and that's how it got in the script to begin with. You write what you know and you write from your own experiences. So, you know, none of these characters would be in there if I didn't have firsthand uh, ex- experiences with them that I found to be heartwarming, uh, engaging and uh, and uh, dramatic and uh, entertaining for sure. So, uh, yeah, but it is going to be a fine line. And I, I, I can tell you, I... I really cannot stand the feeling that I get uh, when approaching people and talking to people and uh, knowing that there's a chance that they're somewhere in their head thinking that I'm doing this for the wrong reasons. And, uh, you know, it's a matter of just being myself and being honest with them and upfront. And hopefully they will see that that's not uh, I'm not looking to exploit at all. I talked to my buddy, uh, Aaron Kessler, who is a part of groupers who lives out in Wisconsin and he's, he works on movies every chance he gets out there in the Wisconsin, Wisconsin, in the Wisconsin, um, uh, uh, film, uh, uh, scene. And, uh, I was telling him a little bit about it too. Cause I call, I went circled back with him, uh, to talk about budgeting uh, and breaking down the budget. Cause right now our budget is 300 to $350,000. And I've also been told to try and lean that out trying to get that down even further if possible. Uh, so I would like to probably maybe come up with a, I hate the probably and maybe and all the wishy-washiness and what I, what I time is of the essence. I get that. And I'm running out of it, but I am going to go through and try and get a leaner version out of that script. Maybe cuts. I hate the idea of cutting things, but maybe shore up some things. And honestly, the, the most expensive parts of the script at as it is right now are, are comedic and maybe I can kind of scale back some of the comedy and make it cheaper and more dramatic. And I think in the long run, that'll make it more realistic as far as getting it made. So anyways, I was talking to Aaron and he said, Hey Anderson, if I didn't know you and I just saw this on paper, I would think this is like uh, somebody who's being exploitative and, uh, but I know you and I know your background and I know, I know you as a person, so I know you're not. But yeah, the idea of putting myself in a position where it, that people could even consider that uh, makes me very uncomfortable. But hey, it's it's not all roses and flowers and comfortable. Roses are flowers, Anderson. It's not all fun and easy and uh, smiles and cupcakes. Uh, you know, doing things. It's very. There's a lot of very uncomfortable things in uh, that go into uh, anything that's worthwhile, really. So. Uh, you know, making a movie obviously is no different. A lot of very uncomfortable uh, things. Groupers, there's there's things that I was doing on groupers from beginning to end that I still, I, I just put my head down and just move forward. There's really no other way to go about it unless you're a sociopath. And that's why this uh, field has many, many sociopaths running amok in it because they it's it's their playground. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm always thinking like, ah, oh, what does this person think? And are they going to think this or they think that? And like, who am I to tell them this? Or, I mean, prime example. And then I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll wrap this, this up. Uh, and it happens every single day. It's happening right now at this moment. Directors are on sets telling actors what to do. These directors are new. They have maybe one day on set. Maybe they have collectively 30 full days as director on set and they're telling actors what to do and how to do the actor's job to actors who have been on sets for 20, 30 years. 
It's uncomfortable. It's weird. It's unnatural, but it's part of the deal. It's what happens. Uh, it's a pretty big discrepancy. And I don't know if that happens in a whole lot of other professions. I can't imagine it does, but that is, uh, you know, uncomfortable. And I felt it with the actors that I was working with. God love them. They're all great, really talented actors, but none of them were like, you know, name talent or, or, or much very old who had a ton of experience. But anyways, uh, I feel like I've, I've talked my voice out here. Uh, but I feel like there's something else I wanted to tell you guys about, but that those are, those are the irons I have in the fire. Those are the things I also have. Uh, hopefully I'll be talking to some big heavy hitters, uh, uh, friends of friends that I just reached out to a friend uh, recently, uh, who, uh, may be willing to talk to me and give me some advice and might even have some ideas of other people who might be uh, interested in becoming a part of this. I learned that, um, not only am I looking for unicorns who want to be involved in uh, a project uh, such as this one, which I've been told uh, people that are going to be want, want to be involved are going to be unicorns, which I, I, I don't tend to agree with that, but that's what I was told. Um, but also that my project, this project, our project, the project that Joe and I are putting work into, and I've been talking at you guys about for over a hundred weeks now, or a hundred weeks uh, is a unicorn unto itself. It is a unicorn project. Uh, there aren't, I, I would bet a lot on the fact that there's no other project that's even similar to what we're working on right now. And that's my kind of project. <laughs> if you know anything about me, you know that I don't like to repeat things that other people are doing. There's just too much room for creativity and doing new things out there that have not been done. And I'm always going to be trying to do something that has not yet been done. And I seem to think that uh, a movie for vengeance is a project that has not been done to date. So, all right. Um, I will talk to you guys with a hundred at uh, a week from today, 101. Thank you very much for giving me, uh, the, me and the project uh, a few weeks off. I, I think it was uh, smart. It buys me three more weeks. So now it'll be September. Uh, my lease will be up. I'll be month to month at that point uh, with the, uh, with the current living situation. But um, that, uh, Hey, COVID, I, I think because of everything that happened with COVID, it's a three week, uh, uh, forgiveness period is, is, uh, in, in, in the least bit that could be in, in order. What am I doing? Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Talk to you at one one.